What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hey, it's Will Friedell. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies, like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, thanks for listening to the Covino and Rich Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Covino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. We are one hour away from the shopping spree of a lifetime for Aaron Torres. Yes, the shopping spree of a lifetime. Right? You're about to go and spend a bunch of big bucks today. Yeah, all my hard earnings that I'm making for filling in for Covino and Rich are going straight to the flower shop and uh, cards and uh, (laughs) – No, listen, my my wife's sweet. I'm giving her a hard time. it, It was my fault uh, I left the house at what? Probably about noon Pacific, three Eastern to come in the studio. We were already back on good terms, but uh, I kind of screwed up. For people who missed it earlier, we'll talk about it here in a couple minutes. But uh, yeah, my wedding anniversary, eh, kind of. Your wife has zero blame whatsoever. We could just leave it at that. I agree. You're not going to want to miss what's happened. On Aaron Torres' anniversary today. And not my Fox Sports Radio anniversary, which was yesterday. That no. went great. <laughs> this was... Did she wish you... It's a great point. She did not wish me a happy Fox Sports Radio anniversary, nor did Mike Harmon, but whatever. So, uh, All right. So, while we wait for Dan, uh, do want to switch gears and do want to... T- do want to talk very quickly about some stuff that, that that has happened over the last couple days in the NBA and going forward because this Friday, NBA Summer League, Victor Wenbanyama, of course, is the number one overall pick of the San Antonio Spurs. He will make his debut at Summer League in Vegas and some interesting commentary coming in earlier this week from Draymond Green. Let's hear what Draymond Green has to say about Victor Wembanyama. I think people are setting him up for failure. Like, oh, he's going to be an all-star next year. Like, man, it's hard in this mm-hmm. NBA. Said that? Yeah, it's hard to become an all-star in this hey. league. Now, if he do, like, God be with him. Yeah, like, I hope he succeeds. I just, like, I think. But to, to say, like, he's going to be an all-star next year as if he don't have to figure this game out. 
I don't really buy that. I think he will be special, but an all-star next year, I think that's a bit much. That was Draymond Green talking about Victor Wimbanyama on the Podcast P podcast with Paul George. Let me just say this. Like, like, you know, we can like or dislike Draymond. He's very outspoken. He's a guy who shares his opinion. I actually think he is dead on with this. Uh, the Victor Wimbanyama narrative has been fascinating to follow. I think most people know I kind of, you know, am in the college basketball world, which is kind of the amateur basketball world. So you start hearing about Wimbanyama two, three years ago as he's coming up. But what I found interesting was as soon as the NBA draft lottery happened, it felt as though there was this race for everyone in the media to have the most emphatic undeniable opinion on Victor Wimbanyama. We heard, uh, you know, I'm not going to criticize people in another network, but we heard somebody say that he is the greatest, he is the greatest team prospect in the history of team sports here in America. I was bothered by that narrative, and now it almost feels like there is a reverse of, oh, you know, we hyped him too much too soon. Dan, let me ask you this. I, yeah. I One of my criticisms of the NBA, I think that there is no league that I can think of that loves to just build up its stars only to tear them down quite like the NBA. And I've used this example a million times, but you go through the list. Jason Tatum makes a finals at 19. He's next. He's the one. He's the guy. You know, through the years, I've heard it about LaMelo Ball and Donovan Mitchell and whoever. And then the NBA is also the one that loves to tear down their stars. The point I guess I'm trying to get to. This feels like the quickest build-up and tear-down that I could ever remember, where it was like, he's the greatest athlete in the history, uh, the greatest prospect in the history of American team sports, to now people already turning their backs. That's not a criticism of Draymond Green, because I think what he said is absolutely fair. Let's let the guy be a rookie. Uh, you, know, l- l- you know, I know I'm rambling, so let me, let me wrap by saying this. There is a way for all of us to be very excited about Victor Wimbanyama without putting impossible expectations on him. I've said on my Saturday show, you can say he is the most unique basketball prospect we have ever seen, and if he is able to live up to potential, we could be talking about an all-time great. You can say all that without putting some just completely unfair label on him, and I don't want to say I feel bad for the kid. He's going to be fine. He's a grown-up. He'll be okay. But I just it just feels like this rush to build him up, this rush to tear him down, it's one thing I just don't like about coverage of the NBA. You know how Josh Allen complained about the media blowing things up, blowing blowing things out of, of proportion. We talked about it last hour. If you missed it, you can get the podcast. Oh, by the way, we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Remember when that, yeah, Josh Allen saying, yeah, it was all the media's fault. I don't agree with with him in that comment I, I do think that there is validity to what Draymond Green is saying and the validity to what you are saying as well the Draymond Green part he's going like as you said there's this swing back of saying like wait a sec Victor Wembenyama is not gonna take the world by storm or the expectations that he has are just too unrealistic you almost and I'm not blaming LeBron James for this I'm not putting the blame on LeBron James but this prospect of Victor Wembenyama is the greatest that we've seen since LeBron James and some of you even said before that and now you see how LeBron turned out so you say to yourself well now this has got to happen to the next one yep and and I would love to go back and just to 
you know, th- there were generational players at time atop the draft. Tim Duncan was obviously one. Then you had LeBron. But then I, I, I feel like Greg Oden was one of those guys. I oh, a right? thousand percent agree. Yeah, and, and that's like my whole thing is is I guess when we say he's the most hyped prospect since LeBron, I guess it does depend on what your definition of hype is. Again, if hype to you is the potential, uh, the untapped potential, then I can see the argument of Victor Wimbanyama. But if hype to you means what hype means to me, which is the excitement built around him, I'm sorry. 20 million people watched Zion Williamson's last college basketball game at Duke. The hype for Zion, I believe, was as good or greater just a few years ago. And then to your point, Dan, we're so caught up in the moment in what we do. Go back and read the articles on Greg Oden. Greg Oden, people said, would have been the number one pick in the draft after his sophomore year of high school. So then he competes his junior year, his senior year, his one year at Ohio State. And oh, by the way, Kevin Durant had a historically great freshman year at Texas, and Portland still said, you know what? We need to draft this guy because of the potential and the upside. So I am with you. None of us are rooting against Victor Wimbanyama, but the narrative not only is just totally off the wall, I think a lot of it is just factually incorrect. I also look back at before we were in this era. You know, what what were we saying when Shaquille O'Neal was drafted first overall by the uh, Orlando Magic? And uh, honestly, I was in high school at the time, so it's not like I was a sports talk radio host. In fact, Aaron, I don't think that there was tons of sports talk to consume at that point 31 years ago. But I do know the conversation that I had with friends of mine and especially the next year when they made the trade and got Penny Hardaway was man how good are the magic going to be mm-hmm. they gonna, they, this team could beat the Bulls <laughs> this team could take down Michael Jordan that's the conversation and the conversation now has nothing to do with the San Antonio Spurs there is there there is nothing about the Spurs that we have talked about the only thing we've talked about is the greatness of Wembenyama and will he be a top 10 all time? Will he be this? Will he be that? And it's just, it's, it's different and it's tiring and it isn't fair to Victor Wembenyama. And there have been guys who have been successes and failures. The problem is, is when Victor Wembenyama should have wins, and I'm not talking about games that the Spurs won. I'm talking about nights where maybe he progressed or improved on a skill that was having giving him troubles two or three weeks prior that we're not going to look at that we're still going to just look at the guy and what he's done this is what Wembenyama's done through his first 20 games of the season this is what Wembenyama did compared to LeBron it is it is unfair it is it is tiring um the the pendulum did swing as you said but we shouldn't even have a pendulum on how you're looking at Victor Wembanyama because it's not it's not fair to him. And I think that was like that was Draymond's point in the in the podcast was these expectations are are absurd that it's not going to be fair for him. But what's also not fair is I know how to defend him. So everybody who thinks he's going to be one of the greats, we know a way to to shut him down or to at least uh, limit to what he maybe did when he was playing in France. And so those are like two conversations, but in terms of the, the gist of it, of saying that there's too much being built up for him to, to realistically live up to, I think that that's in your point as well. It's absolutely fair. Let me ask you a question. We don't do this in other sports, right? So like I was thinking about this, Trevor Lawrence, I think we all kind of understood has 
the tools to potentially be an all-time great. But I don't remember like him going to the Jacksonville Jaguars and us putting like I don't remember us putting really No. Yeah, go ahead. But, I, but, but we do yeah. do it to Joe Burrow now. But isn't it year 3 or year 4 though? Yes, yes, but it's still it's probably not fair. Like in terms of of where like we I think now like the conversation is is can you know can Mahomes catch Brady? Um cuz and it's such a weird conversation. I, I don't I don't remember the conversation of you know can can so and so catch Joe Montana until Brady I guess caught Joe Montana. Yep. Um and now so now seven's the mark but I I think that you're right about Trevor Lawrence, and Trevor Lawrence is so unique because of how talented he was coming out of high school into college, what he accomplished in college, and then being the first overall pick, and he goes to an NFL team, and that was just completely um, ignored for much of the time, comes into the league, and then has a high-profile coach taking over, and that was such a disaster that the Jaguars just ended up kind of being the Jaguars that they once were until last year when they finally broke through and and win the division. But I don't know if there's a huge pressure on Trevor Lawrence. That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah, right now. But I do think there is with Joe Burrow, and it took him – it's going to the Super Bowl, and then now it changes. Like, I think we do it quicker in the NBA. We we just – we wait in the NFL maybe till someone makes a Super Bowl or maybe makes a conference championship game, if you want to use Josh Allen in, in that conversation. But we, it has translated over into the NFL. And I, I, it's silly. You know, we're counting Mahomes' titles now. Or is it, oh, he's two. He's five away. Like, what are, we, what are we doing? So I do think it has come over into the NFL a little bit. Yeah, I think it has. Uh, but the NBA is still just a different beast. And, and I just, again, I and, – and, you know, and and I I get that nobody feels like I don't I don't know. It's just it's not the way, and maybe I'm just old and boring and and whatever. But it's just not the way that I want to consume things because, like, I want to enjoy the guy in real time. Like, I don't need to compare him to Kareem or whatever. And oh, by the way, if he averages twenty six. 14 and 5 uh, and play 70 games, then yeah, like we can say, oh, you know, this is how he ranks compared to Shaq as a rookie, Kareem as a rookie, Wilt as a rookie. But to do it before he's ever played a game, it's just the whole narrative has been so weird to me. And I think I think Draymond's point is well spoken. And when I heard the Draymond Green sound earlier today, that was my first thought was, you know, everyone's just like putting him in pen in the All-Star game for next year. And I would wonder how many guys as 18, 19-year-old rookies in this one-and-done era, we're not talking about you know 31 years ago or whatever when Shaq came in as a, four, a three-year player out of LSU, Like, how many guys in their teens have actually made an All-Star game as a rookie? I think even Kobe was a, a starter his second year, but I don't think he made it. I think LeBron might have. But didn't make that, it his first year, but he yeah, the go. second year he did. Well, I mean, look at yeah. how terrible his career turned out. I mean, like, is that a conversation we're going to be having? Like, like if when Benyama is really good, God willing, no injuries, no nothing, but he doesn't make an all-star team, are we going to be talking next February like, wow, he's really let us down so far? You know, it's just, it's just a, a weird way to talk about people, especially people, as I said, who have never played uh, in the I league. Think I think I get the sense that, that – the conversation and, and listen, this is not a sports media. Sometimes I think I, you know, I call myself guilty. I get drawn in and reeled in 
in the sports media world of this person said this on this show or that person said said that on that show and it's not reality. This is this is NBA Twitter doing this stuff, which is so it's not just it's not just, you know, talk show host in this city or talk show host on on that side of the country saying this. These are the conversations that are happening on NBA Twitter, and it is exhausting. And I don't think that it's good. I don't think it's I don't think it's fun because you never you never really win. Because these expectations are so high. There's nothing There's nothing to enjoy. And that's why it's a drain. It's actually why the NBA is a drain. Mm-hmm. Because there's, there's, not much, there's not much to enjoy as you're... For, for one team to grab the spotlight means five or six of the other teams that we constantly talk about all had a downfall. And so, again, and Michael Malone was probably correct in being annoyed about the Nuggets not getting the pub, but it's true. So we're talking about the Warriors' downfall one week. We're talking about the Lakers getting swept the next week. We're talking about the Celtics falling apart the next week. Like, that's that's what it is, and that's what it's come to, and that's where the conversation is. And now Victor Wembenyama, unfortunately, is going to be a part of it. But, yeah, I think if he averages 17 points and eight rebounds and doesn't make the All-Star game next February – there will be conversations. Is Wemby a disappointment? Exactly. Well, and just very quickly is, you know, we, we keep referencing that some believe he's the, the greatest prospect since LeBron, maybe even before. Even look at LeBron. Like, what is the argument against LeBron the last 10 years? He's He might not be the best player of all time. He might, like, like the people who don't like LeBron readily acknowledge that he is the second best person that has ever played the game of basketball yet that becomes a thing where it's like you're tearing him down because he doesn't meet your expectation of well he came in as the most highly touted guy ever well he's not Michael Jordan so he's and I don't know anyone saying he's a disappointment because he's not Michael Jordan but again it's the narrative of like there's gonna be a lot of people that have spent the last 10 years not appreciating LeBron doing all of the things he did because he's not living up to some whatever expectation that they had or compare him to Michael Jordan or whatever. And it's like, I'm not saying that we can never criticize the guy, but it's like we're witnessing something that we will probably never see in the rest of our lives in terms of what LeBron James has done over the course of his career. And he is a guy who has lived up to that expectation. So even if Wemby lives up, he's going to be held to some other impossible standard. And well, he wasn't LeBron or he wasn't this or he wasn't that. And like I said, like you said, it's just an exhausting way to cover and follow sports. Do you know who the first person was that that pegged LeBron to be the the Super Bowl and GOAT? Do you know who that host was? No, no. Neither do I. So yeah, nobody does. Great that, call. That's the point. Great call. Like, like nobody does. I, I I don't know who called Tom Brady greatness first. Nobody does. But everybody's in the rush because they want to say they're going to be the first. Nobody remembers the first. Nobody cares. Exactly. So that's the lesson. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer. This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. Sitting in for Cavito and Rich. Get Aaron on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. Find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. Hey, thanks for listening to the best of Cavino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every day from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Cavino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. 
Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I know it'll take you a minute to down that two-liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then, pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code CRSHOW, CRSHOW. New customers could play 5 bucks, get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code CRSHOW, CRSHOW, only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer. It's Kavino and Rich here at Fox Sports Radio. We are sitting in for the guys. Guys were in for Dan Patrick earlier today on Fox Sports Radio doing the Dan Patrick Show. They'll be doing it tomorrow as well, so you'll want to check that out. Get Aaron on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. Find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. The NFL season is just around the corner. You're going to get more and more stories of what's going to happen in the NFL in 2023 over these next couple of weeks. Training camp. Heck, training camp for the Jets starts two weeks from today. Uh, full vets everybody there they play in the hall of fame game against the browns so they're the first team to have their full team taking part in workouts chicago bears aaron are looking to bounce back in a season where i i think they took a step forward even though they had the the worst record in the nfl and the only reason i i say that is because i think they've got their quarterback where like arizona still needs to bottom out if you will 
before they end up rebounding in some way, like they're still going down. I felt like the Bears were still going down last year, and when, whenever last year got over with, then their upswing begins, if that makes any sense. Is that, a, is that a fair synopsis on the Chicago Bears, even though they have the worst record, that maybe now things are going to be on the upswing in Chicago? I think it, it does because it's it's the conversation we've had about a lot of guys. I mean, it was two of this time last year, but – I do love this new era of the NFL where you draft a young quarterback and maybe he is the guy and maybe he isn't, but you're going to give him every tool needed to succeed. And so it obviously started at the trade deadline last year, adding Claypool and guys like that. And then obviously, uh, you know, in the draft to be able to add a couple different pieces, you know, trade back, um, you know, and, and, and add pieces. Get DJ Moore, yeah, from Exa- Carolina as part of that deal. Exactly. Yeah. To add pieces to find out, is is Justin Fields this guy? Is he the guy or not? I love it, and yes, I think this is the year where we find out, and again, it is definitely a team that, if they're on the upswing, in theory, we should find out this fall. ESPN did an in-depth piece about Bears GM Ryan Poles, and I encourage you to check it out, not because it's great, but because it's the only thing that isn't an ESPN Plus or Insider. Like, like <laughs> my goodness, you know, like I, I know, I know the Disney Plus people can automatically read it, but you know, we're not all Disney Plus people. Anyway, they do this in-depth thing about Ryan Poles, and if you think that Aaron Torres and I are going to take the next eight minutes to break down the Chicago Bears on July fifth, you are wrong. But what we are going to do is break down what Ryan Poles said in this piece about the Chicago Bears and his job as the GM because he did he did what so many like to do. And earlier this week, Aaron and I were together on Fox Sports Radio. It was the day before the 4th of July holiday. It was on Monday. We played a game. We asked what wrestler the gift was used for or used by Tyrese Halliburton after he signed his deal. And Andre the Giant was one. The Rock was another. I put Barry Horowitz in there. And for wrestling fans, they know Barry Horowitz was a guy who was going to lose his match. But prior to that match when he was announced, he was going to pat himself on the back. And Ryan Poles didn't just do this. Um, in an obvious way he did it in a subtle way and I know Jason Stewart knows people like this and I know John Ramos does I'm sure Isaac Lohenkron does and I'm sure you may too Aaron Torres but Ryan Poles in this piece for ESPN this this is how this is how the new section started out it says three months after he was hired as the Bears GM on January 25th Poles was sleeping at Hallis Hall during his first draft that was not healthy doing that last year, Poles said. I don't ever want to go through that again. But it was necessary to get the job done, so a little bit different approach. He didn't want to stay at Hallis Hall, and he knows it's not good. But you know what he did? He did it. He stayed at Hallis Hall, Aaron Torres. And you know what else he did? He told everybody about it. Like, what are you doing? This is this is so annoying. This is the person that is doing work on a Saturday and purposely sends out the email so the boss says, huh, guess what? Keith is working on a Saturday. Look at this guy. The work, you know, you may take him out of the office, but you can't take the office out of Keith. I can't is, stand Keith. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it, is, it, is, it is so self-serving, and we all know people like this. But my goodness, is, I knew it wasn't healthy, but I was uh, sleeping at the office, and uh, yeah, I had to get the job done. Like, like all right, like, slow down just a it just it is so gross it just it is so self-serving and it almost makes me want to throw up so 
This is like the most relatable thing I think we've ever talked about on this show because there is nothing in life, and I know we have a lot of people, it is now 6.30 Eastern time, many people are driving home listening to us. As somebody who once worked in corporate America, there is nothing worse than the people who schedule meetings where nothing actually gets accomplished just to schedule more. Like There's the people, there's the meetings just to set up the main meeting. And as somebody who I'm kind of an independent guy, you know, I get my stuff done. You know, Dan, you tell me, hey, we're on air at two o'clock. Be ready to go. Have your notes ready. Da da da. I don't need somebody to, to hold my hand with it. And so like this thing in corporate America now where whether it's sleeping in the office and I, I know we have a bunch of other sports cliches that we have to get to momentarily, but sleeping in the office or in mainstream corporate America where it's like, you know, be in early, got that meeting at, at, you know, 730 sharp. And it's like and then everybody just goofs off in the 730 meeting because things don't really start until nine. And you could have just done that meeting at nine rather than coming in at 730 to say you were in the office at 730. Oh, Corporate America drives me crazy. Shout out Ryan Poles. You slept in the office. Oh, by the way, how about this? I don't know. I, I forget all of the context behind it. The Bears didn't even have a first-round pick in 2022, which was his first draft. <laughs> so what were you staying in the office for? Dude, you, you, you actually could have slept at home a little bit more because he had no picks in the first round. So, anyway. John Ramos has been at the network. John, do you, do you remember the Christmas party when, when someone brought their computer to it? <laughs> was it Keith again? <laughs> <laughs> we'll call him Keith for this exercise. Uh, the guy's a good guy. But I remember I walked in because, like, our Christmas parties, they had to have it after work. And, like, someone was so busy that they couldn't take time out to have chips and salsa with their coworkers that they had to bring their laptop in. Gotta like, get things is, done, huh? Yes, yes. And it's such a – it's such a – not humble like brag it is such a it, it it is it is just so over the top jason i don't think you were the with the company at the at that time but i mean it is just it, it is it's it's the worst the the email the saturday email is the one that gets me can, can i jump in on this because yeah. i was literally at lunch with my wife on sunday okay so long holiday weekend not everybody had off of work monday so i get it there's a guy no wedding ring on so i assume he got divorced but no wedding ring on, three kids at the table at lunch, pulls out his computer on Sunday at lunch with three children that I assume at least one of them was his. Now, thankfully, the children were very well behaved, so I have nothing negative to say there. But it's like, dude, it's Sunday. I'm sure you work hard Monday through Friday. Can you spend 20 minutes with your kids, like you said, eating chips and salsa, uh, you know, asking them about their week at summer camp. It's like, you know, I, I hate to do the cliche thing, but that my thought was exactly what you just said. In 30 years, he's not going to remember who he was emailing on Sunday, July 1st or 2nd or whatever it was. But his kids are going to remember, hey, my dad was kind of a jerk. My dad would never put down the computer even on a Sunday in July on a four-day weekend. And like, it just, it just made me roll my eyes. Like, dude, what could be so important that you're just going to completely ignore your children on a Sunday? Again, if, if, you know, if he got called into babysitting duty on Tuesday at 2 p.m. and he's in the middle of meetings, it's one thing. I don't know. It just really rubbed me the wrong way. I don't know if it's quite as bad as pulling out a computer at a Christmas party, but like, it, it, I just saw this two days hey ago. Hey, guys. And I was like, what, what is this? We All are right. so advanced, Aaron, here at Fox Sports Radio. We actually have audio of the interaction oh that you were just describing. <laughs> oh, wow. Let, let, let's okay. listen. Hey. Derek, 
Morris. Dad. Zach. This is the only way I can get through to you. <laughs> Saved I by the bell. that episode. Wow. Yes. Yes. But Zach Morris's dad wasn't doing the show off. He was just a busy guy. Like some of these people aren't even busy. Like that's the point of like like I'm sure he's not the only GM to sleep or to stay overnight. I'm sure there are other there are other GMs that do it. But to Aaron's point of they didn't have a first round pick and then you're going around telling everybody and then you and then you're like that wasn't healthy. But I did it for the team. I did it for us. I did it because that's what was required. Yeah, that's the but, other thing. Like, real quick, I'm sorry, Dan. This is, now it's just driving me crazy. So it wasn't healthy, but it needed to be done. Like, imagine if I was just like, yeah, you know, decided to go out, eat a bunch of ham, like, just had McDonald's for six straight days. It wasn't healthy, but it needed, no, it just, it wasn't healthy. Like, it just wasn't healthy. So just acknowledge it wasn't healthy. I shouldn't have done it, and I'm never going to do it again. I don't know. It, like, it's, it's lame, basically. It's just, it's yeah, it's also the guys like yeah I got a got a stomach ache why uh, bad hospital food why'd you have hospital food oh, I was in the hospital this weekend <laughs> no big deal well, you know minor like, outpatient surgery yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no big deal. also just like setting you up and baiting you to to, to bring you in <laughs> just so you just so they could tell you we had an intern once oh boy and, here yeah, we go oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> and and this this person would go ah jeez. Out of nowhere, Aaron. Like, like out of nowhere, I mean, all of a sudden, you'd be like, like, "Oh man!" And what they <laughs> want you to do, and what this person wanted you to do was, "Hey, what's the matter? Uh, what's going on?" And I had to clean it up. Like, right, John? I, yes, I had to, yes. I had to. I had. I had to clean it up. So, but let's play along. Hey, what? What's? What's going on? What's? What's so frustrating? Ah. Uh, just got this invite to this pre-Grammys party. <laughs> like that's what like, it was. Yeah, yeah, but 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 they also they wanted to tell you that they were invited to the pre-Grammys party, but they also didn't want to sound like they were super excited about it that they were cool. Yet they wanted you to know that they were invited to the pre-Grammys party. So the only way to do that was to sound frustrated, but you wouldn't know because why would John Ramos? casually say, hey, are you going to any pre-Grammys parties this week? <laughs> like, it wouldn't come up in conversation. There's no real conversation. No. Just like this probably didn't come up. What was it like with your first draft? You could have been like, well, it was difficult without a first-round pick. Instead, he says, man, there were some long nights that I slept on the couch here at Hellas Hall. Yeah. <laughs> That's where this is. And so then this person would be like, they just wanted to tell you that they got invited to some Hollywood shindig. And, but they, they didn't care about it. They weren't cool. But they were, they were so annoyed by it. And their disgust just had to be audible just so someone would say, what's wrong? What's the matter? What just happened? And Dan, then you give the information. Dan, do you think the Grammys, as they're typing out the letters, like, should we send it to this person? Because... <laughs> I don't know if they're going to be able to show up. Ah, let's just hit send. Maybe, maybe he'll go. <laughs> <laughs> this was this was also the same. T- I just got to wrap up. The, and then you can go, Aaron. I just have to wrap up this story with this. This was the intern that I swear was going to give me a thank you card because it, it was their last day. It's like, hey, last day. Oh, Dan, hold on a second. 
and they went into their bag. And I've gotten I've gotten thank you cards from interns before. I think it's a really nice gesture. I think it's good to do. They gave me their business card <laughs> just in case, just in case, just in case I ever needed to reach out to them for something after their internship. Here's my number if you need it. Thank you. All right. I, appre- I appreciate that. All right. So I had to put a bow on that, okay. Aaron. And I have one more thing on this Ryan Poles thing. Again, the logic for saying this, but here's the other part. The Bears went 3-14 and 14 last year. Like, if you went 14-3 and three and you were like, yeah, you know, long nights in the office, but it was all worth it. It's like you went 3-14. and 14. So what, like what, yeah. you know, like, you know, now I'm worried because how many hours do you have to put in to actually put a respectable product on the field? You were, <laughs> you were putting in 22 hours before and you were three and 14. So, I mean, I, now, should, now I'm worried if I'm very You should do Costanza and do the opposite. <laughs> here's, a, here's the difference, Aaron. The guy that went 14 and three doesn't need to tell you how hard he worked. That's true. And that's the problem with this entire Ryan Poles thing is that if you need to tell me how hard you work, that means that the whatever your result is or the whatever you're creating isn't making a big enough impact on me to know that you worked hard. Great call, Think man. of all the creative people that you know, the most talented people you know. Are they people that go around saying, yeah, I you know, slept in the office last night? No, they're not because you actually know that they're creative and they give good results and you work smart. You don't work long. That What's yeah. that whole thing about work smart, not hard, whatever it is? That's what Ryan Poles is doing here that aggravates me to no end. There, yeah. there, was, a, there, there was a guy I worked with 20-some years ago and he would complain. He, the boss would always throw, you know, can you work this night? Can you work that night? Can you do, you know, this race or whatever? He would always say yes. But he would never say to the boss, okay, can I have a night off? But behind the scenes, like, man, they got me working again. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, you yeah, you said yes, like, like to it. Like, <laughs> so don't, so like he's looking, you know, he's, he's trying to have his cake and eat it too. It's like, you can't have it both ways. You know, if you're going to, if you're going to run the board for the NASCAR race, just run it, you know, or if you got other plans, somebody else can do it. Sorry. Cut Aaron off again. No, I just, I had nothing. I had just one quick thing to add on Jason, but nothing important. It's like Andy Reid coming off a of Super Bowl. What's that guy doing? He's hanging out in Hawaiian shirts and having the time of his life. He doesn't need to tell you how long he's grinding. He's coming off two Super Bowls in three years. Ryan Pohl sleeping in the office. Just in fact, he goes the opposite way, and he tells you about wanting in and out from. Yeah. He, he like he almost averts the the question away from the amount of work he does, and Great he talks call. about fast food or whatever. Exactly. And Nick Sirianni is just busy yelling at the other team's players. And to crying, even, yeah. yeah. <laughs> crying at the National Anthem. Oh, he's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer. Thanks to John Ramos, Jason Stewart, and Isaac Lohenkron. Speaking of Isaac Lohenkron, he's here to quick give us the latest of what is happening. Sorry, we went long, but uh, hey, sometimes it's just what the job That's takes, it. Isaac. we got to do it. we got to do it, Yeah, got to do it. Well, at least you done. didn't go to the even more excessive step of hashtagging it rise and grind. <laughs> Because that's what a lot of people do, those types of people do these days. Like, I'm literally looking at hashtag rise and grind right now. Uh, Someone tweets, someone named Aaron, not you, Aaron Torres, 5 a.m. PST, and I'm grinding. You? Hashtag rise and grind. Then we have Chris. It's 3.59 a.m. Hashtag rise and grind. Hashtag alpha. Hashtag get after it. Can you tell the person who said PST that it's actually daylight time, so it should be PT? One of my pet peeves. Take that, Aaron, not Torres, out there on social media. 
Hey, thanks for listening to the Covino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Covino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Here's the 0-1. And this one's driven. Left field. Another one. Diaz's second home run and third RBI. And he is dangerous. Every time in the box, you better make a good pitch. Progressive is making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Sports Talk 790 KBME and the Astros Radio Network with that call as the Strohs top the Rockies today 6-4. It's Cavino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Dan Byer. He's Aaron Torres in for Cavino and Rich today. And Cavino and Rich should be very, very happy because Aaron Torres is in on a day that he's celebrating an anniversary. An anniversary that just kind of got off on the wrong foot. Would you say, Aaron Torres? I know everything is white, right, uh, all right. We are not blaming your wife for any of this. This is all Aaron Torres' fault. But maybe he didn't get off to the best of starts today. First of all, with respect to Gavino and Rich, I don't think she's listening right now. So you know, you don't ha- you don't have to totally uh, you know just just uh, uh, you know give uh, give her all the forgiveness, even though you're right on it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So today, July fifth, it's it's my wedding anniversary, um, second most important anniversary. Kidding, kidding. Fox Sports Radio, it's my sixth <laughs> anniversary yesterday. But no, I mean, listen, I I knew it was our anniversary. I even told her yesterday, hey, uh, you know, da da da. Just a heads up, uh, everything's closed today, so whatever. Don't you know, whatever. So where the problem comes in, Dan, I obviously woke up understanding that it was my wedding anniversary. The problem was I opened up the phone. I saw like four text messages all saying wedding anniversary. And the issue was 
it took me like an hour. Like, like then, you know, you put the phone down, you go brush your teeth, you do whatever. It took me like an hour to remember, oh, you know what? I didn't actually say happy anniversary to her. And so then when I went hat in hand an hour later and I was like, hey, it's, you know, we've been up for an hour and you got your workout in and I'm about to, she, she wasn't very happy. And she was like, oh, so this is just how it is now. We've been married for a couple years and now you just don't. And I was like, well, you know, I looked at the phone and I don't know. So long story short, it took me about a solid hour to wish her a happy wedding anniversary, which I think is about 59 minutes and I would say 30 (laughs) seconds too long on the day of your anniversary. Oh, yes. Considering you grabbed your phone instead of her, you know, the first thing this morning on your anniversary, probably also maybe another another bad step, but... You, you, you know, I was going to say you live and learn. I'm just glad that you lived through this because yes. I know John Ramos would not be. We would be at, yeah, we would be at John Ramos's wake uh, right <laughs> now if that happened. If he forgot uh, the anniversary, uh, you'd probably be at my wake as well if I forgot mine. Aaron Torres, you have a very kind-hearted wife. I do. She's the best, and she's about to get all of the goods that she never thought that would be coming after work. Right? I, oh, I'm heading out right now. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer. Torres is getting busy. We'll talk to you tomorrow. It's Camino and Rich here on Fox Sports Radio. Have a great night. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate Hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.